please welcome my friends. Welcome, welcome to the stall where all the shit goes down. But let's just say some shit is going down. Take a seat as we flush out this week's thoughts, bringing you our below-average opinion. That's dumb. You're dumb. And unfiltered thoughts. And remember to like and subscribe. This is the stall. And welcome back to the stall. El numero uno in my mother's. Damn, I like that intro. Is that new? The little plug-in we got. I'm Christian. <laughs> I'm Juanches. And welcome back to another week in the stall. This time, we're trying to wake up Juanches a little bit. He's been a sleepy motherfucker <laughs> the last two weeks. I, this motherfucker, I apologize. I apologize. This motherfucker walks in with a little stringy attachment to his backpack that says, sleep when I die. And then his shirt says... No, it says rest. I'll rest when I'm dead. Yeah. And then his shirt says, some days off. <laughs> And if anybody knows Juanches personally, they know that this motherfucker likes to fucking sleep. Bro, yes, I agree. I like to sleep. But you heard Gary V, dude. Gary V said he sleeps eight to nine hours a night, dude. So I'm trying to one up Gary V. I get 10, <laughs> 10. 10 a night. So, but Gary V also has a private jet. And fucking, <laughs> Bay, maybe 10 hours of sleep will finally eventually get me a private jet one of these. I doubt it. Maybe in your dreams. But <laughs> hey, at least it. I got it somewhere. I mean, I don't sleep at all. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't. So how are you, man? How are you feeling? You're you're a year older now? I'm a year older. I closer to 45? I'm not closer to 45. <laughs> I'm still closer to 30 than I am to 40. So that's a positive thing. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot older. I told Jen the other day that I'm starting to feel like a 1994 on the Civic. <laughs> I can make these trips. Yeah. But like my check engine light, shit's going to go on. Everything's on. Smoke's going to turn out. Yeah. I don't so. know, man. 94 Honda Civic? They're still that's, pretty, that's pretty well. Probably like at 300,000 miles, but... You know that there was this meme that's like, please stop selling your 1994 Honda Civics for $5,000. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, those cars last forever, so... They do. Yeah, I'm feeling older. I'm feeling more tired. I'm feeling fucking crippled. I had a couple of drinks on my birthday. More than a couple, I could safely say. And the recovery process is so much worse than it used to be. Even from the time when we went to Cancun, which is like, what, 18 months ago? I would say that from that to then, my body just fucking takes way too long to recover. So much so that it makes me think about drinking. Like, it, I got to really fucking be invested and have a couple of days off. And I'm just a little bitch when it comes to it now. And I, I went from fucking chugging what we used to call Toro Locos to tapping out second day. I don't even think I could do a two-day trip. I, we've said this multiple times on the podcast now, but we used to drink um, some of the worst alcohol you you could ever fucking imagine. And it was the cheapest vodka we could fucking find. I think it was a legacy, uh, pop-off, any of those that come in. A, and, and you know it's terrible because it's coming in a plastic bottle, right? And then our solution was like, we would just buy a different juice. This alcohol didn't even have that little safety cap where you steal it. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Just just like, fucking, if you take it, you know, fucking chalk it. It's yours, dude. <laughs> I'm not even sure if you want to drink that. <laughs> they don't even break even on that, on yeah. that fucking alcohol. We used to drink that shit uh, on the regular and wake up the next day. For the most part, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah it felt go. like your head got hit with a baseball bat. You would feel okay. Now we actually like drink better stuff and we need about like three days to recover. Yeah. I remember I used to text you and be like, hey, dude, how are you? It hurts to breathe, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too fucking tired to breathe. But that was like after three days of partying. Now we party one day, but we need three days to recover. Exactly. No, so it's inverse. Before we used to party three days in a row, we just need one day off. And we're not even fucking old. I think it's just because, honestly, I think it's because we stop. I think we only drink like every couple months, especially because of the pandemic. We don't go out at all. And even if we do drink, 
like when we record or something, it's not as much, but it still fucking hits like a ton of bricks. I got to get home. I got to drink a bottle of water, drink like two ibuprofen before I go to bed. And I got to make sure like I at least get like eight to nine hours uh, of sleep or else or else it's over. Like Sunday's over. I started realizing how old I'm getting because of all the shit that I have in my dresser drawer. And I went from having like little fucking shooters to pregame before going out <laughs> and you know, hangover pills, hangover pills. But to now, where it's 17 different types of vitamins, different lotions. I had you exfoliate too. Yeah, <laughs> I tried this fucking thing in the shower that was a, a head grub. Your scalp, your scalp is dry, man. I don't think it's dry, but I always have my hair short. So I think that it dries out because the sun hits it more. I mean, are you working in the fields? Why is your sun getting so <laughs> much? Fuck. I mean, why is your head getting so much sun, dude? Oh, I didn't tell you. I sunbathe every day. <laughs> This is why I keep this nice little tan going. You put baby oil on I your body? I put a nice little baby oil. I rub myself My up. sisters used to do that. My older sister. She used to put baby oil on her body. And then they used to go tan. I was like, that causes cancer. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on with me. Apparently, I'm falling apart. And I need everything that I can get to help me um, stay functioning and looking normal. I mean, as normal as I can get. But I'm not looking forward to fucking. Pretty soon, you're going to be applying a fucking like uh, <laughs> anti-wrinkle cream. Yeah. Piece of shit. I don't think so, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. Because uh, dark don't crack, dude, so <laughs> I'm good to go, dude. Yeah. What were you up to today? I saw you texting away in the group chat. Football, football right? Playoff football, football. Playoff football. There's, now that we're recording this, there's four teams left. It's going to be interesting because um, my homeboy got a concussion. Yeah, probably the superstar of the NFL right now. And yeah. probably the future superstar for a long, long, long time, right? Still pulled off the win without him. I think he, he went down like in the third, maybe. I don't remember. He got rocked, right? He got a concussion. The the hit actually didn't look bad. Like, I, I mean, I don't think it looked bad. It looked like, yeah, his neck kind of like turned. But like, you knew he had a concussion when he got up. Because he got up and his legs buckled. So you know that's like not a good sign. Like, when yeah. you see that happen, you're like, oh, this guy's in trouble. <laughs> and his legs buckled. And he looked up and then like he just looked like he didn't know where he was. Like he's like, where the fuck am I? And immediately like they walked him off, took him to the blue tent and then immediately like took him to the locker room and they came out and said concussion. Yeah. And speaking of concussions, it reminded me of the time that I got fucking rocked. You, you had you multiple there? concussions. I've had multiple concussions, but the first Explains one. Explains a lot, dude. Explains yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. They say that it made my brain grow. Is that why your head's so big? Yeah. It grew and I got more intelligent. It's something that, you know, it's a... Something heavy to carry, literally, but it gets me going. Um, and it makes me blank out like in moments like this. That was my concussion. I just look in your eye, you didn't even know where yeah. you were. <laughs> I phased out for a second there. Sometimes the bright lights fucking confuse me. I had a seizure, yeah. man. So did I fucking tell this story? I don't even know. We'll blame it on the fucking CTE. I got rocked. I was coaching little kids. Uh, to play hockey. So we used to teach them how to skate by this fucked up because this is how we learn how to skate too. It's a bunch of Hispanic kids and they're in full hockey equipment. But to teach them how to skate, we throw a soccer ball out there <laughs> so that they skate towards the ball and that they kind of like feel comfortable in that setting, which is fucked up now that I think about it. I had my hands in my pocket in my jacket and I was just like in pants and skates. The ball came my way and the kids were all far away. And these kids don't know how to skate. So I was trying to get that ball all the way across back to them real quick. I just kind of like fucking field goal kicked the shit out of the ball. Catapulted me in the air where I landed on like the top of my skull. I didn't have a helmet. And you know when you normally fall, you hit your ass and then your head? I just rocked my head. 
Oh, I can't and, imagine how fucking and painful that felt. I remember feeling the sting through my whole body and I blacked out and I look up and then it was one of the other coaches. He's like, hey, dude, get up. You all right? And I was like, yeah, I can't feel my legs though. Oh, dude. yeah. How scary was that? It was so, it's weird because I remember it vividly. But then when I told them, you out? Dude, well, this is what happened. I was like, I can't feel my legs. And then boom, blackout again. And I remember coming back too. And he's like, hey, man, you're scaring the kids. And I'm like, fuck the kids. I can't feel my legs. I'm scaring myself. <laughs> They're worried about what yeah, the kids do. <laughs> These kids are going to forget about this shit. You, you just fucking told them you couldn't feel your legs. Yeah. You might be paralyzed. Get up, dude. You're scaring <laughs> the kids. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have told my home, dude. You know? Get up, dude. You're scaring Andy Reid. Get <laughs> the fuck up, dude. <laughs> He's like, all right, dude, all right. <laughs> all the people that bet on the Chiefs are scaring the fuck dude, out yeah, of get the fuck up. <laughs> I was trying to get up and half my body got up. Like my arms. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then so, my legs, you know when you fall asleep on your arm or your leg and you wake up and it's tingling oh, and yeah, it feels yeah. like ants all Sleep? over it? Yeah. That's how my legs started to feel. I remember vividly trying to tell my legs, get up. And then I was like, hey, I can't get up. Oh, dude, He's like, what do you like, What do you mean? And then boom. Blackout again. I just like came back too. And I was kind of like holding on to them or some like chair thing. And then they're like, you're right, dude. You fucking fell hard. And then I got off and then I was like, hey, what happened? Like, dude, you ate shit. And then I black out again and I would wake up and be like, hey, what just happened? Like, dude, you fell on the ice. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. And then boom, blackout again. And you know you what kept, this motherfucker does? You kept blacking out? Yeah, I kept on blacking out. Elias goes up to me and fucking as I'm taking off, they're having me take off my skates, bust ass in my face. He's like, here, wake up, fool. Bah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? They didn't have any ammonia. Yeah, so dude. he was just like, hey, let me just rip some ass right here. Yeah, dude. we don't have any fucking salts. So you guys have to wake up. <laughs> What the fuck? Dude. Did it wake you up? Did it work? I mean, I don't know. I felt like I felt a little more foggy. <laughs> and now I felt you nauseous all of a sudden. You blacked out again. <laughs> <laughs> you fell. You fainted. I was like, so <laughs> Dude, I don't remember that part of the story. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then you can, you can ask. That fool will tell you. That fool still remembers doing that shit to me. And then <laughs> they ended up having to call my brother because I kept on blacking out and kept on asking him. And they're like, damn, this was losing his memory. <laughs> but yeah, I remember going to the doctor, you know, and there's always a running joke that I have a big head and that it's like sturdy as, as a rock. So I remember the doctor in the ER is like, so you fell on the ice directly on your head. Like I can tell from like your CAT scans and everything, you have a concussion, but like you don't even have a cut or a bruise or anything. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you sure you didn't have a helmet? Like, it's just the impact. I was like, I had nothing on my head. And he's like, wow. He's like, that's unbelievable. He's like, ice is a lot harder than concrete. Yeah, it is. If that shit hurts like a bitch. Yeah. And from there on. I'm a little bitch. I fall in without gear. That shit hurts, dude. Dude, I mean, this is going to sound a little crazy. And you might not believe me. But I think I got a little Walter Mercado in me after that. Because after that is when I started having those dreams. Where I can tell you what was going to happen like in the next couple of days. I don't remember those. You're lying. Dude. I swear. Dude, ask around. It's ask, a weekend. Ask Raul and Miguel. I told them about their car accident before they left. Because we were celebrating Raul's birthday, I think. And then I was like, hey, dude, just remember, I had a dream that you guys were going to crash. 
still like be safe. And yeah. he's like, oh shit. Like, all right. Next time I talk to him, they're like, yeah, dude, I fucking remember that you said you were gonna, that was going to happen. But that shit happened to me a lot. Well, I remember I used to be able to call shit out. It was weird. I mean, I don't know. Why couldn't you do that for me when I crashed? Because um, I, I did know and I, I thought you needed it. <laughs> I, I, needed, I needed to crash. You needed to crash you to rebuild yourself. Shit. And look at you now, man. You're not resting until you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. I'm sleeping more than ever. <laughs> no, I definitely have some fucking CTE. I've had multiple concussions. And then I had like a big car accident. I want to say about a year ago, two years ago, maybe that I got fucking plowed on the freeway. That car didn't stop. And he was going like 60. After that concussion, I got some fucked up like vertigo. And I was an idiot. And we go to the gym. Yeah, you're not supposed to work out. Yeah, dude, like 10 minutes in, straight nausea and everything. So for sure, take concussion seriously because I was a fucking idiot. That day that I got the concussion and went to the emergency room, my very first major concussion that I can like significantly remember, I went the next day to Monster Massive, the rave. What the fuck? And was just in like a banging ass loud fucking system. Drinking. I don't think I drank. Oh, yeah, I did drink at that point. Yeah. And yeah, partying and just fucking going hard. <laughs> Dude, no wonder you can't remember any passwords. I do have a trouble with passwords and it infuriates me because you've seen I have like 82 emails and I got to like work. Because you're trying to always get the free Spotify, <laughs> the free fucking Amazon Prime. This guy emails me one time from a fucking email that I don't even know. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? And then he messages me, hey, that's me, dude. That's my alias. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, homie, you trying to get two-day shipping or not? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But this guy's like, I asked him for the password for, uh, I think, our YouTube yeah. channel, right? So, like, we can start posting more videos because this guy isn't doing shit. Oh, <laughs> every time I tell him, like, yo, man, you had all week to do this. And I get here. Nothing's like done. in the studios halfway more up. Every time what I the get fuck here. is halfway more up. <laughs> See, that's what my concussion is. This halfway is CTE more kick, up. Kick, kicking in. But uh so I texted Christian. I'm like, yo, hey, can I get the password to the the fucking YouTube so I can we can post some videos? I was like, let me get back to you, and man. Then, I gotta hit up recovery password, insert my mom's maiden name. My fucking phone number, last four of the social. Yeah. And then you don't remember the recovery email you use, man. You're fucked. You up. know what pisses me the <laughs> fuck off? When you put recovery email, no, yeah, recover password or like reset password. You get through the whole process after trying it like 18 times and you finally lock it. And then you get to the point where you're like, okay, I just reset it. You do the whole process and then you, you select your password, right? And it's like, you cannot select your previous password password what the <laughs> fuck homie that's what i just guessed yeah i mean i try to do the same thing and use the same passwords for everything that way it's like easy what is it <laughs> it's uh tricky tricky 69 <laughs> <laughs> um no i try to use the same password is it un, dos, tri, yeah. Tri, tri, tri. <laughs> yeah that's what it is across the keyboard un, dos, tres. but i try to use the same password for everything but it's always like something different right like um, a little variation, a, of a it. variation of it. So, so most of the time it's, it's fucked up and I can't remember anything. So like if you were to steal my computer and you guess like the the password, like just to enter, you would literally have access to all my fucking <laughs> all of my accounts um, because I saved them on there, too, as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. I won't remember. dude. There's so many accounts to everything, dude. I like, pick something that only, you know, I mean, I do. But then like 
you know you're gonna like that's your fucking how do you forget a password that you choose for everything yeah it just happens man the reason i forget is because i have so many things to log into and i always like mix them up and then it locks me out same i have a lot of things i log into man but you use the same one i, I don't have about 75 different porn sites Ugh. I don't use the same one. With 75 different emails for trials? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On that three months, 70. You want to hear the most shady shit I ever did? <laughs> Dude, you, you done a lot of shady shit. I've done a fucking Im immense amount of shady shit, but this is even like shadier. So I was doing this free trial thing and it was three months, right? Dope as deal, three months. What the problem was that if I selected a new email, they cared about your email as well, but they also double checked your card, your, your debit card that you would attach. You know, sometimes you need to attach it even though it's free. Yeah. So that it will charge you once it, it runs out. So what I did was report my debit card as stolen and lost. So I can get a new debit card Jesus with a new email. Christ, Boom. Three more months, homie. All that work just for three months? What was this? What was this subscription to? To be honest, I can't remember what it was, but it was worth it. I think <laughs> it was CTE, like man. I think it was like Ableton or some shit like oh. that when I used to make music and I was a degenerate. And I was willing to do shit like this. Dude, talking about fraud and like fraudulent things, I just had to um I had to reset something for my mom's husband. Uh, I guess there's been like a lot of fraudulent things going on. So in the world, it just, in, yeah, in, in the world. Um, so like I had to do it for him. Like his, the account is linked to one of my emails because he doesn't have an email. So like I just used one of my. Isn't know, that crazy? Burner emails. Like what the fuck? They don't have like an email? Like just make Hispanic one. people, you know, they don't need an email. What do they need an email for? I don't know, man. Yeah. Like my mom has like a work email that she uses mm. now. Primer Impacto News. <laughs> and uh Dude, it was crazy how like we had to reset it. So I had to, I had to log on, right? Uh, they asked for like, you know, common shit like social, uh, birthday, your phone number and all this shit. And then they asked for a picture of your ID, the front and back. And then they had, to, they had him. Is this a, a government website? It's a government oh, website. Okay, okay. And then they had to, they made him take a selfie from oh, his shit. phone. With a paper? <laughs> no, not oh. with a paper. Just a selfie <laughs> with a paper. <laughs> like holding the news. <laughs> Like, uh, I want you to take a picture with holding the newspaper from today. No, no, it wasn't like that. Uh, so you had to take a selfie. Um, it was just all kinds of fucking shit. No mirror selfie. And I was just like, all of this shit. Like, I mean, I get it because there, there is a lot of fraudulent shit happening right now, especially like with unemployment. Especially because if someone resets this for you and they get it. Yeah. Dude, that's fucked. Oh, yeah. you're fucked. Um, so I had to do all of that shit, um, which brings up our fucking next topic is the the dude who fucking can't remember his password to his Bitcoin account. Exactly. And he has $220 million in there. $220 million in cryptocurrency, which is one of the hottest commodities right now because of the fear of the US dollar dwindling down because of the recession that we're going to hit. And people are are really diving into this, but this guy I was obviously ahead of the ball and has $220 million. And you said, right, he has, he had 10 tries and he he's has, down to two more. He's, he has 10 tries. He's down to two more. So he has two tries left. What the fuck is he going to do? Like how, so apparently on the Bitcoin thing, like there's nobody like you can contact, you know how like you do fucking, you know, your maiden name yeah. was three questions, you know, and then you still can't get it right. Like you can't remember what you put <laughs> for those questions. So there's nothing like this for Bitcoin because I guess it's so unregulated. There's like not some dude you could call and like be like, hey, man, I forgot my password yeah. to this fucking unregulated. Take a selfie. Send it in. <laughs> exactly. So this dude's down to two fucking tries, dude. I mean, how mad, dude, would you fucking be? How like, how long was the spread in time from the last time he logged in that he forgot his password? If if I had 
$500 in something, I would have this password memorized. Or like, written down somewhere, yeah. right? Like you would think. And now he has. Like right on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> yeah. Get like, a tattoo. Like Andy the boot. <laughs> Toy Story. Man, that'll fade. That's true. <laughs> I don't even have a boot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would write it down. Anything that like I think. Because I remember my bank one. Right? Like what is that, that one, one I don't <laughs> I'm not fucking tell. <laughs> I'm not I don't remember I don't forget that one. That one's like easy for me to remember because it's like where all my money is located, right? Yeah, exactly. So you check it frequently. Yeah. So you would think that this dude with two hundred and twenty million dollars worth of money. You know what? I can back him up a little bit. I have my 401k and some stocks. You forgot. I forget a lot. I've had to reset it almost every other time I log in because I don't like looking at it. So I leave it away because yeah. then I'm fucking anxious about it or I'm thinking like, oh, fuck it. I'll just sell it and take the money. But yeah. then I know you're supposed to leave that shit in there. So I, I ignore it. So this guy probably bought in somewhere in the thousands. And, and, just like, and then he finally was like, oh, let me check where I'm at. Yeah. But how does he know he has 200 mil? Maybe he got it like an email. <laughs> he probably knows his original investment and he knows the new value of the coin. So, so he's like, fuck, let me withdraw some. And now I can't remember shit. Or yeah. Or just dude, I'd be furious, dude. So apparently there's another guy in the UK who had it saved on a hard drive. And this guy was cleaning out his house and he tossed it out in the trash. And then it ended up in the fucking dump. And he reached out to the government. He's like, dude, I need to get in there. I know it's fucking in there. Have you fucking seen how a dump looks? That's yeah. just a huge field of shit. And apparently... They won't let him go through it. So this well, yeah, is hazardous. You can't just go in there and fucking hazmat suit and start searching or what? I mean, which leads us right into a hypothetical question a little bit earlier this time in the episode. Maybe let's let's do a little variance of it. You had a you had one version, I give you the other one. So what's your original version of the hypothetical question? Oh yeah. So this week's hypothetical is related to that story. Is what would you do if you were you were 0 for 9, right? You're 0 for 9 on answering your Bitcoin account. Uh, password. You have one try left, right? One try left. If I fuck it up, you lose everything. So that's, oh, that's the one thing we forgot to mention is he, if he locks out of his account, right? If he tries two more times, doesn't get it, he loses all of his money, right? So say you're in this position, you're 0 for 9. You have one more shot at getting this um, before you lose all of your money. Do you take that chance? Do you risk it and say, fuck it, this is it, one more? Or do you just kind of like, Leave it there and kind of hope for the best and hope that one day it kind of just pops into your head. What would you do? I mean, when my situation, I would fucking wait it out because I feel like I would have one of those dreams and my CTE would kick in and it would fucking trigger something. And Maybe we just need you to give you another concussion. Dude. <laughs> I should rock you from the back. <laughs> we'll get this thing that the fucking mic is on, dude. And let me just hit you well, on the head. Let's on the camera. They can see this shit. This shit weighs about 25 pounds. Let me hit you on the head. And then maybe the password will come back to you, dude. I feel like it will come back. I don't. Me. I am with you. I, I, I think if I'm in that position, I don't try. I hold on. But then and I again, tell my mom to just pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you got to think about. All the times leading up to this, I thought, oh, this is the one. Right. And then he was wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like, you really have to, like, wait for that moment. Because, like, right now he's probably trying, like, you know, passwords that he's used in the past. Right. And obviously that's not working. Yeah. So I would write down everything that, you know, he's already kind of used. Hopefully he did write it down because maybe he just forget. He's using the same one over and over. <laughs> what an idiot if he did. He got home up. He's like, I'm going to buy something on Amazon. And I need some Bitcoin. And... 
I would write down whatever I fucking had. And then and then I would continue to write things down. I would wait and continue to wait until maybe like one day, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. This is it. I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. I'd and, be, you know, hope I get it. I'd get in a room like all white walls made out of like those marker boards. Yeah. And I'd take some like fucking peyote or some like fucking... Was it, uh, what is it, Awayesca? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. I hope that I have some type of fucking spiritual awakening. That's and all. I remember my pastor. That's probably like tricky, tricky, one, two, three. Imagine. How <laughs> mad would you be? And then, no. Well, how mad would you be? Like, after you fail, it tells you what it is. And then it just fucking like, it just like, boom. Just Man, like gone. Oh, that would be, that would be fucking. If it that was password one two three, oh. <laughs> or or you were just like off by a digit, or like you you like capitalized something that yeah. was it. Oh, dude. you accidentally forgot. I've done that shit before where I locked myself out because I didn't look and caps lock was on. I would literally jump off of a building. Oh, dude, <laughs> into water, into water. Oh, okay, yeah, so into water. Make sure. <laughs> In that version of the hypothetical question, I would wait it out. Let's say I'm at my my current age right now. I think I'd give it a fucking shot in the next 10 years because it's just going to get harder after that. But I would hold on for a little bit. Maybe they fucking figure out some shit where they end up getting regulated and it gets tracked to an IP number and you're Gucci. True. But at this point, I'd wait it out 10 years. That's my max time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would wait too. Okay. Second version of this hypothetical question. Talked about the guy from the UK having to go, wanting to go into this landfill. Obviously, he's fucking... Risking some type of illness if he gets corona, the, the corona, some fucking needle stick out there. You know, you never know. People throw needles out in the trash. Any of this shit, do you risk it going in a landfill knowing you have a high percentage of getting some type of fucking weird disease that you can't cure to look for a fucking hard drive in the middle of something that's probably twice as big as a football field, three times as big as a football field, and they're full of shit? You, you know, Take a call on this one. <laughs> I'm going to phone a lifeline. Yeah. Um, no. Give me the 50-50, please. <laughs> yes. I'm sitting there. Sir, there's only two questions and answers here. Uh, is that your final answer? <laughs> final answer. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I mean, I don't have anything to lose. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I guess like... You lose 220 million fucking dollars. I guess I, I'm... I, I'm Why should you lost it? I can't even fucking talk. Um, I think I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So two football fields worth of just shit. And you're yeah. looking for fucking like a USB probably sized thing in there. Jesus, man. I mean, I guess I would fucking try. I mean, bust a mission and do it. I mean, I don't know. Is there, there's no way of like trying to find it any way easier. Yeah. Like, a, like it's just like them. mounds of shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, not like fucking shit, shit. Like, like, yeah. Basically like sh- fucking waste. Trash. Yeah. Like, what are the chances, dude? I know. It's not like it's like a metal thing. You use a metal detector. Yeah. I mean, anyways, it'd be buzzing everywhere, probably. I, I would I would say that I would fucking look for it for about a week. And then after that, I would give up. But you saw me earlier. I can't let shit go. I spent an hour and a half trying I to mean, set this camera up. So If somebody told us there's $220 million out there, you just got to search for it. You don't think we're going to fucking try? Yeah, I mean, if they told me it's in a fucking uh, certain area, like they give me a you know a perimeter of the area, <laughs> yeah. not just out there in the world. Well, then, obviously, yeah. yeah, like a landfill. Like he knows exactly where it is, right? Um, 
I, I mean, we're fucking broke right now. So I think we're taking a shot yeah. at trying to find the 200 million. 220 million is worth it. Well worth it. I mean, we go to school for fucking five years thinking that we're going to get that and we do it anyways. Yeah, we're getting nowhere near that. <laughs> oh, but I, I think, yeah, I'm going to risk it. I'll, I'll risk uh, getting some type of disease out there for the 220 million. I mean, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure you would risk your life um, to do this. I've seen you risk. I've risked my life for a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, um, but I do remember one time when you were younger where actually we were, we were it's so weird that me and you were in like this tennis camp. But I remember I attended this tennis camp and Juan just was there. And the main guy who's in charge of this whole thing was making a speech about Juan just how heroic it was that he had showed up to tennis camp only a week after he survived death. And I remember I giggled because I knew what happened to him. And I just thought it was funny. I thought it was a little fucking, you know. He put a little fucking too much crema on the tacos. You thought and, you thought that was hilarious that I almost died, man? Yeah, I, I thought it was just, hilarious the way that he phrased it because you didn't almost die, man. I did. I mean, we almost all almost die. So, I mean, let's be real here. But he said that he looked at me like, don't laugh. You remember how he used to talk? <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't laugh. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, but why don't you tell people your heroic ways? You're, I mean, you're a COVID survivor. I am a COVID you're survivor. You're a fucking appendicitis Survivor, apparently, too, right? Appendicitis. So please tell us what happened. This Is that what we're talking about? We're talking about appendicitis? Yeah. Well, I want to know what happened because I got talked shit in front of a whole camp because I laughed at it. You almost died. <laughs> well, I almost did die. So I want to know what happened on this dark, rainy day. <laughs> so on this dark, rainy day, when I was a young wee lad, uh, 14 years old, um, I had a pain in my chest. <laughs> it wasn't in my chest, but it was in my stomach. I had a pain in my stomach. Is this what we're talking about? We're talking about my appendicitis. <laughs> I mean, if you had pain in your stomach. Would have... um, so yeah, I got a pain. I was 14 and I, it was just like a stomach ache. Well, we thought it was a stomach ache. And um, my dad took me to my primary care physician. Yeah, and you had insurance. I did have insurance. Nice. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? Luxury life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did have insurance, luckily, thanks to my mom. And um, went to go see my primary care physician and... The pain in, in my stomach was in the center, in the very, very center, like where your belly button is, right? So right he, above your vagina. Right above my vagina. So he touched, he touched me. Where? <laughs> he Please touched, show us on his doll where he touched you. <laughs> so my primary care physician touched my stomach. He thought it was just like a stomach ache. He maybe just thought he I was like, being a little bitch. A little bitch. <laughs> yeah, he thought I was being a little bitch. And basically like said, like, look, I think it's a stomach ache. Go home, take some Tylenol. Didn't do any scans. Didn't take do Tylenol for your stomach? Did he say Tylenol? I don't know what he said, man. This is a long time ago. He said, take something. He, he, take, he said, take a uh, shit. Take oh, a shit. I remember told me, yeah, take a shit. Uh, take some triactin. He said triactin like a man, you know. And so I went home. Uh, my dad took me. And then I went home. And the pain continued. Didn't go away. I took it. I took the triactin. Uh, didn't help. And I remember waking up uh, the next day at like five in the morning, four or five in the morning, because my mom was getting ready for work in agony, dude, like fucking agony. Like I, I literally couldn't fucking like stand up from so much pain in my stomach. Were you shivering? Shivering? Yeah. You never have that like so much pain that you're like, body's like fucking. I don't remember. You look like a wet dog <laughs> <and> shivering. <laughs> yeah, no. dude, that shit happened to me. Dude. I wasn't shivering from what I remember, but. I was like crouched. Yeah, mm. just crouched. I could barely like wake up and like walk out of my room. And I remember just like telling my mom, like, mom, we got to go to like the hospital. Mommy. 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 And, you know, my mom being my mom, you know, worried, worried, right? 
Um, catapults it out of the bag. Oh, she's like immediately called work. Like, like primero desayunas. <laughs> put your sweater on. And mom's like, mom, I can't even uncrouch myself. <laughs> and uh, she called work immediately. This is the only time my mom calls out of work. You know, oh, when yeah. I'm sick. And uh, must be nice. <laughs> must mom be. had a job. Damn. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Privilege that life. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going down, man. <laughs> so your mom. All right, so my mom gets ready. calls out of work. My mom calls out of work and uh, takes me to the ER, right? And I get there and we explain what's happening. And they're like, okay, they're going to do like, we're going to do a CAT scan, see what's going on. They make me drink this fucking nasty juice, dude. And I remember it being a lot of it, right? Like this nasty fucking juice that you have to drink before you get a CAT scan, I guess. Legacy vodka. <laughs> That's what it tastes <laughs> like, to be honest. And as I drank this whole fucking thing and I, and I, um, I drink it all. They do the CAT scan and they're sure enough, they're like, you need emergency surgery right now. They're like, your your appendix is ruptured. Um, you're going to need surgery today. So. I have a question. Did it feel like you had hot liquid all over your fucking body inside of your stomach? No, the pain was just like localized. It was just oh, in one okay. spot. Yeah, just like in the center of my stomach. And so I guess they called the, the emergency doctor. So... They called the emergency doctor and I, I think I got there around like, I don't know, like early in the morning. My mom took me, it was like 6 a.m. They did all that CAT scan shit uh, at like around like 8 a.m. I had surgery at 3 p.m. the same day. And I apparently like after surgery, the doctor like came and talked to me, make sure, you know, everything's good. And then he's like, yeah, man, I got in there. And your appendix ruptured and everything, the bile or whatever's in there was just everywhere, everywhere, like on your organs. And I guess this is like lethal. So he said, um, if you would have waited one more day, you probably would have died. So probably Bro. rather than almost. Almost, man. I was 24 hours away from being dead. And I was in the hospital for like a week recovering. I had this tube down my fucking nose. Uh, it was just like pumping out all this shit. The bile. Just, just sprayed everywhere. When they took out the tube, that was one of the worst. Well, one of the weirdest feeling things that one of the worst pains also when they took out the catheter out of my fucking penis. The nose thing was fucking weird because the tube was I wasn't expecting the tube to be that long. Right. So it was like down my nose all the way into like my organs. And I remember like the nurse taking it out like one day before I was supposed to be discharged. And she goes to grab it and she's like, you're going to hold your breath when I tell you. And I was like, OK, ready. So she's got like two hands on this fucking tube, dude. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there and she's like, all right, ready? One, two, three. And I, I take a breath, hold it. And then she starts pulling it, dude, like pulling out this fucking tube. Were you dude. tripping? Dude, the weirdest sensation coming through my fucking nose. It was literally just sliding oh. out of my nose. Like, like you wanted to sneeze? Almost. Like just like, but as soon as it was out, just like instant fucking relief. It was the best feeling ever. Um, oh, yeah. Luckily, I wasn't awake when they, they put it in. Uh, but I was, I was, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that was the first and last time that you weren't awake when they put it in. I think that was the only time. I'm hoping. I mean, if you listen to our last episode, uh, when I got lost, I still don't know uh, if they put something in while I was asleep. We're waiting for your six years of clearance to figure out what happened that night. But um, <laughs> yeah, so luckily I wasn't awake when they put it in. But I was awake. I don't, when they took out the catheter, well, I wasn't mm. awake when they put it in. Dude, what point? Have you ever had a catheter put no, in? No, no. It's weird because I had surgery multiple times, and um, you know what happened for my last, my most recent surgery, my gallbladder removal. Um, 
so fucking happy because I was dreading that. I didn't fucking. No one wants a tube in their fucking pee hole. And <laughs> yeah, I know. That's hope, I, I hope not. So yeah, I was dreading this moment. I kind of thought I wasn't hundred percent sure that they were they were gonna have to do this because I kind of everyone had told me, oh, you know, you go in there for less than an hour and you're out. I was like, oh, there's no way, you know, that, that I'm going to need to do this because um, it's a, such a short surgery. But I guess they do it just to avoid any type of fucking accidents. And as they took me to right before you get into the surgery the um, room, she asked me, she's like, hey, um, the worst part about this was that they made me take my contacts off. So I was fucking blind. All I saw was blurriness everywhere. And I was like, fuck. And she's like, hey. Did you um pass fluids already? And I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, no need for a catheter. Oh, I was like, oh my god, dude. Well, you said my no. balls retrieved from inside my body and in fucking in relief, dude. I was so fucking nervous about it, especially because I can't see shit. I don't know. I felt so fucking weird, even in the surgical room or surgery room, whatever the fuck you call it. When they made me transfer beds, I was still fully conscious, and I fucking as I transferred over to this fucking steel platform. And I could just see everything, but in blurriness, which is funny. And then I'll remember it was like, hey, you know, I'm your fucking surgeon, this and that. Boom. Woke up. Like, yeah, it's always weird uh, when they like put you to sleep. They're always like talking to you. And then next thing you know, you just wake up in your room and the surgery is done. Got (laughs) them. That's weird, huh? That like they put, you don't even know. Like you completely awesome. Shady shit could be going on. (laughs) But um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what that's weird. That almost feels like when you're partying, you don't know <laughs> it. All of a sudden, boom, you're at home. Hi, that wasn't <laughs> me. That was Patricia. <laughs> but I was awake for the, like I said, I was awake for the catheter removal. That was probably one of the worst things I have ever felt. What did it just feel the same way, but on your penis, like the same way of the extraction of the of the tube? No, not at all. I, I guess I wasn't like urinating. Like they would come check like my pee bag. Because I, I guess I wasn't like supposed to move out of my bed. I don't because I had like all this shit like hooked up. I had an IV on, had the tube in my nose. So I think it would just be like a hassle for me to get out of bed. So I wasn't peeing. So like they were like, what's going on or whatever. So like, and then it literally felt like when the nurse came and like checked the catheter, it felt like she was like wiggling it in my pee oh. hole. Like that's what it felt like. But I'm sure, or maybe she was, who knows? <laughs> she was fucking with me. Um, but it literally felt like a needle in your pee hole, right? And it just felt like she's like wiggling it around. And it feels like this thing is like the thickness of a straw in your pee yeah. hole. But it's obviously not that big. I would hope so. I didn't see it. But it's probably just like a needle, right? I mean, that does, like maybe, a little, maybe like, a Capri Sun straw. Oh, okay. Not so, like a fucking it's not a needle, but like a yeah, tube, right? Not a McFlurry straw. Oh God, good God. Could you imagine? <laughs> um, so it felt like she was wiggling it around, but then she's like, We're gonna take it out um because you're not peeing. So like I think we'll, yeah, something's going on. That's it's gonna help you pee, I guess. I don't remember. But I remember her like pulling this thing out and it literally felt like just like sharp pain in my fucking pee hole, dude. Did it hurt after when you had a pee? Uh I not that I remember. Nothing compared to that, so you were fucking solid. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad to. I'm glad so to yes, it, uh, in uh, short, I almost died. Uh, it's 24 hours from death, but I survived. Glad know? to know we have you here, and you're a survivor of yep. yet another medical adventure. I've survived a lot of things. Let's not talk about them all today. <laughs> we'll spread them out so people are not worried about you. Yeah. Well, COVID, but, COVID. People know about COVID. My appendix. That's two of them. You've survived like six different things. I think you've survived more nights out that were a lot more dangerous than those <laughs> moments. <laughs> probably. To, You're to right, be probably honest. right. To be honest. But, you know, when I was a child, maybe around your age, 
and I'm, I think I was two years younger. I was 12 years old. I remember I used to play basketball every fucking day. And I was like, yo, I'm going to go to sleep after this because I got to go to camp next week. Basketball ne- camp? No, next day. No, it was like a, I don't even know what it was. It was a camp though. It was through the same program. And I remember I always used to do trick shots. <laughs> and I used to run on these bricks. Were, the fucking- I don't know. I thought it was Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> but um, I jumped over. I used to run on these bricks, jump over a bush and do like a sideways three-pointer. But my foot got caught on the bush. Oh, oh that was my first concussion. Now that I remember. See, I told you, clicks in my head sometimes. So I definitely wait 10 years. To save the password. I bounced my fucking head off the concrete. But in the way down... Tucked my arm in to try to prevent it to go like from me fucking eating shit. Yeah. And I just remember screaming, mom, mom. But we never used the front door. And I had somehow made my way through the front door. And my mom was looking for me in the backyard because we never used the front. Yeah. And then I finally like got her attention. She found like found the direction of my voice. And she was like, ¿Qué? ¿Te mordió un perro? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Because that's what she heard me say. Yeah. Fucked up part is my dad is in the living room fucking <laughs> 10 feet away from me. You could obviously hear me screaming the whole fucking time. <laughs> and my mom, I had to wait for my mom to come run out. And I was like, I fell. Like I explained to her what happened. And she was like, oh, like I was like, mom, my arm hurts. And I show her my arm. My bone is basically protruding through my skin. But oh. it's like, like kind of like a fucking tent. Yeah. So I'd obviously broken my arm. Yeah. And this is why I, I said you're fucking privileged that you got immediately taken to the doctor because you had insurance. <laughs> I remember going up to my woman. Well, I got misdiagnosed first. Okay, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, at least got a couple of diagnoses. <laughs> my dad lawsuit. diagnosed me at the house and he decided what went on from there. <laughs> I walked into the living room and honestly, it was like a fucking typical Hispanic household. I'll go up to my dad and see what we're going to do about this shit. And my dad's like, a ver. He's like, ponte yellow, like put up, put some ice on it. <laughs> so I remember sitting on the fucking section of cats next to him with my arm on top of a pillow with ice on top of it. Holy shit. Or like, Our arms broken. Dude, 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, um, dad, I think my arm's broken. We'll, we'll see right now in 30 minutes if it goes down with the ice. I think it's going to go down. He thought it was just like swollen or some shit. <laughs> 30, 40 minutes later. Mom's like, fuck this shit. We're yeah. going to the fucking hospital. Oh, it's, sure broken. Enough, it's broken. Walking to the fucking doctor's office. And my brother still talks shit to me, uh, about this to me all the time. I fucking sucked it up. My arm was broken for like three, four hours. No fucking tears, nothing, dude. I was a little, I wasn't even a teenager. Yet. I was like 11, 12 years old. As soon as the doctor walks in, he's like, all right, dude. What do you say, dude? He's a surfer. He was a surfer. So he walks up to me. He's like, hey, um. Yeah, your arm's broken, but it's like a green stick, green stick fracture. So it's not completely broken. So we're going to have to re-break your arm before we put it in a cast. And I remember looking at my mom and be like, Mom, no, no quiero que me quebre la mano. <laughs> mommy, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> and I started crying, apparently. A little quick five-second cry got myself back together. Well, yeah, I mean, I think anybody would be terrified if, I was like, fucking, what the fuck, if you heard like, hey, we have to break your arm. Yeah, you know? I was like, I just broke it for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Your job is to fix it, not to make it worse. And then I ended up having a fucking cast. where you, He didn't end up having to break it, but I had a cast where I couldn't move my elbow for like two months. It was like a full cast. Damn. And I remember getting out of it into a short cast. And I remember my elbow going like, 
like a fucking door hinge. Like you needed WD-40 on yeah. there? Yeah. And that's when I started aging. Well, <laughs> Dude, yeah. my dad broke his left arm like three times, right? And then the last one, he broke it. <laughs> he was scared to tell my grandma. Oh, like, when he was a, a child. When he was a kid. When he was a kid. So three he, times? He broke his left arm. When he used to stretch out his arms, the left one, he couldn't stretch it out all the way because like, I broke it multiple times. That shit is going on in Cuba, man. This wasn't in Cuba. This oh. was when he was here already. My dad came here when he was like six. Oh, okay. So this was probably around the same like age that you were. That reminded me. But he told me he broke his arm three times. And then the third time, he was scared because like to tell like his parents, my grandparents. Because of like, cost my, and Because shit. my grandpa was probably like your dad, you know, like fucking kid broke his arm again, <laughs> you know. So he was fucking scared, dude. And he didn't tell him. Like, he fell out of a tree and broke it, right? My dad didn't tell my grandma, I think, for like 24 hours that his arm was broken. No way. And she realized that, like, something was wrong, right? Because he was just, like, <laughs> he was guarding it, right? Like, guarding his arm. And she remembers, like, he told me that she came into the room and she's like, what's wrong? And that because he and then he finally just told her, like, I think I broke my arm again. But he waited, like, I want to say, like, 24 48 hours before telling my grandma that he broke his fucking arm because like my grandma's like your dad he would have probably beat his ass dude with his broke his other arm <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, what's happening there like, yeah i'm gonna you, break your other arm this time you know you, you know my so you don't climb keep climbing trees or some <laughs> shit you know you know daniel is missing a knuckle right <laughs> he is so my brother daniel who mentioned plenty <laughs> of times on this podcast um my dad used to be really into boxing so our whole garage was like a boxing gym and we had a speed bag we still do actually to the present day but we had a speed bag and I think, my, I don't know, my brother was too short for it, but he did something to the point where so he can reach it, but he overswung and he hit the fiberglass tabletop with this fucking knuckle going full speed. So what he did, what we ended up finding out that he did was shatter it, but like push it backwards into his fucking arm, into his your hand, but he didn't say anything. Same fucking reason because he was fucking afraid of what was going to happen. Um, he was more afraid of the beating than the That's fucking That's fucking wild, dude. He's just like, I'm going to just suck this pain up because the beating is going to be worse <laughs> than me breaking my knuckle. My dad did the same thing. He's like, I'm going to hide this broken ass arm. <laughs> but it's funny because they tell you like, you don't have to be afraid. You could tell me like, nah, I've learned better than that. <laughs> but yeah, now. Luckily, I've never broken a bone. I'm going to knock on wood right now. I've sprained multiple things. Uh, lacerated a couple of things. Lacerated a couple of things. Um, you know, blacked out a few times. <laughs> but I've never broken a bone. Knock on wood. You know? Yeah, but. Hopefully you don't have any dreams of me breaking bones. I can't yeah. say that I have any pain with that. I was so young. But I think, you know, my skeleton was probably growing still at that point to where. It, it probably helped me out, you know. That sounds very around. egotistical. First, she tells you got a fucking Costco head <laughs> that didn't even have a fucking they don't scratch. Me, I mean, they don't call me Baby Wolverine for nothing. <laughs> they don't call you fucking Baby Ballheader Robocop. Baby Ballheader Robocop. <laughs> so wrapping this up, another person celebrating a birthday in January. This is gonna be an interesting thing. I think it'll be fun to keep an eye on. Mister Worldwide buying into the NASCAR world now owns part owner of the track house. NASCAR racing team. I think this is going to be fucking interesting. Uh, Hispanic world moving into NASCAR. You think we're going to start seeing like matracas and like those fucking gazelle horns in the fucking stands? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking a bunch of like Mexican sponsorships yeah. and shit on the fucking cars, you know? Fucking purple fabuloso NASCAR. <laughs> hey, that'd be interesting, but he's not Mexican, dude. He's not. He's fucking Cuban. Is Cuban. that what? Well, maybe. <laughs> but Hispanic. 
I didn't even know his family people were into NASCAR, dude. I don't think they are, but now they will be. You know, we're just looking for another thing to watch and drink, do and be. True, in the yeah, because that's. I mean, Alvaro's been in NASCAR. Alvaro, previous guest, you know, the guy that you heard three words from the whole fucking show, <laughs> is a diehard. NASCAR. Die-hard NASCAR fan. This guy will watch NASCAR on TV, dude. How boring is that? You just watch. How do you not get dizzy? <laughs> like, zhoom, like, I think I'd rather zhoom. watch Formula One. Like, Formula One's dope. But I like, heard the Netflix show is fire. Yeah, uh, Drive to Survive. I if heard you haven't it watched in- it. Watch that shit. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, I mean NASCAR. I didn't even know fucking Pitbull was into nascar automobiles <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know it just seems like an odd thing to be into i like like rally racing and shit like that that looks dope i would want to try that you know they have a groupon where you can fucking drive these like old school nascar really type of cars i remember we sent it one time i was like you guys down i think it's like fucking five laps a hundred bucks oh let's do it let's do it we'll go and fucking we'll, buy we'll, some bottles beforehand yeah and- we'll get drunk <laughs> we'll put pitbull song on while we're driving which we'll, we'll, oh okay we normally end with the fucking hypothetical question. Let's end with the real question. What Pitbull song would you pick if you had to drive 500 fucking laps, <laughs> Daytona 500, but you got to listen to Pitbull and motivate to get you through this fucking racing? What song are you going to pick? I'm going to have to go with uh, Time of Our Lives, dude. Our old, uh, used to be our old pump up going out song. And then we did absolutely nothing. That was before we even partied. We'd be like, oh, dude, tonight's going to be a good night. And we'd play a little Pitbull and Fergie and go to Carl's Jr., and watch a movie. That's true. <laughs> we didn't do shit. We didn't do absolutely That's not what pump us up. We get the black shirts going on like Pitbull. A polo you mean? Yeah. Oh. No, what the fuck? I'm I'll mad. be driving the NASCAR with a polo on. You think he's going to make the team <laughs> drive with a polo? A little tucked in polo? <laughs> hey, that's the style right that there. That would be dope. Huh? Like a, one of those suits, but it's got a, like a nice little a collar. collar. Yeah, I like that. Instead of the zipper, it only has two buttons. How are they going to get into it, man? Through the fucking feet. <laughs> what? There's a little fun crouch patch. <laughs> they just unzip the whole crouch yeah. and just slide, slide <laughs> in like that. With do it the- for style, dude. You gotta That's do it for true. style. I think I'm gonna pick Firebomb and be like, bing, 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 bing. just on going. fucking repeat. Actually, I don't like that song that much. <laughs> I don't even like Fireball, to be honest. That Fireball's disgusting, dude. I I, I think I'm gonna go with. Um, Tiene culo. tremendo culo? Yeah, culo. Yeah, culo. And then, um, yeah. That's it. That's what we got this week. We'll be back next week, probably. Hopefully. Maybe. Uh, I brought some more energy this time, so I'll try to, I'll try to bring that again next week. Um, you can find me at Juanches underscore on Instagram. You can find the stall at the stall podcast also on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Christian underscore the stall. And you can check us out on YouTube. If you remember the password. <laughs> if you remember the password, we'll post on there. Um, and if you haven't, please, please drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Can you drop reviews on Spotify? No, huh? it's just Apple. I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> Wherever you can drop us a review, just please do so. Uh, we'd appreciate we need all the help we can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need all the fucking help we can get. Um, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Good night. Buenas noches. <laughs>